I mean, like, I really, I like horseradish to a, an odd degree. Do you think anybody's still listening to the podcast? I tuned out a little while ago. They promised me a horror movie <laughs> podcast, and it's too fucking boring. Old men talking about horseradish. What is this bullshit? The best places to buy it. The various <laughs> things it's good on. <laughs> Hey, hey, welcome to the show. Alex is hosting and I'm the guest? No, I'm hosting and Alex is the guest. (laughs) The only thing we do know is you are the listeners and we're glad you're here. Yes, we are. And I'm a great, big, very large show planned for you today. This is our Christmas present to the audience. Our our special Christmas episode. We're releasing two episodes. Happy fucking holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, we did a double feature for this one, neither of which had Micah seen before. And I'm excited to hear what you thought about this one. We watched... Don't uh, be. Don't Sa- be excited. I am excited. We watched Santa Claus. Uh, no, no, no. Santa Slay. I was thinking Claus with a W. It's Santa oh, thank Slay. God, <laughs> but it's, I might have watched the wrong movie. It's S-L-A. Why not, uh, you know, the traditional spelling of Santa Slay? Because this Santa is a maniacal killer. And then we also watched, what's the name of the other one? I always call it Christmas Chronicles. It's called Christmas Horror Story. A Christmas Horror Story. And it is an anthology, much like Halloween. Not so interwoven, but sort of interwoven. Uh, I guess it is. I don't know. But uh, which one do you want to start with, Micah? Well, you know, I, I think first, before we get into that, we should tease what an amazing show we have. <laughs> okay. You're such it's a, got you're everything, such a Alex. stupid, amazing show. Look at it you. Is... Stop hitting yourself, amazing show. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Is that this how, is going to be a big, spectacular show? show. It's going to be massive. We've got horror news. We've got a game show called Final Girl. We've got What Else Are You Into? And a whole lot more <laughs> and we're going to be reviewing a couple of movies santa slays just santa slay santa slay yeah santa's slay that's yeah. right correct is there an apostrophe yeah because it's his slay and a christmas horror story mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna interview alex we're gonna get really really deep really personal really intimate today really get to know who he is. I don't as know about being. that. Uh, I am excited to hear what you pick as crunchiest kill on everything, though. Because there's, I mean, like, just Santa Slay alone, there's like a million to choose from. Yeah. I wanted to crunchiest kill myself after watching these movies. Are you kidding me? These are <laughs> these are phenomenal movies. These are great what movies. What are these steaming turds? Santa Slay is... I mean, it's a perennial favorite in this home. You can watch it at Halloween or you can watch it at Christmas. We usually watch it uh, Christmas time. But when you know how I found this, it was like a dollar at Best Buy one time. Not Best Buy, uh, Blockbuster Video or something. I've heard of it. It was something like that. Maybe it was uh, Blockbuster Video. I think it really, I do honestly believe it was like towards the end of the reign of Blockbuster Video when they had. You know, dollar previewed movies up front. And I saw Santa Slay starring Bill Goldberg. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the movie or the name Bill Goldberg, he was Goldberg from the WWF. He was a 
wrestler who was probably my second favorite wrestler of all time, coming from a guy who's not a huge wrestling fan. But yeah, probably my second favorite wrestler of all time. Had these huge like neck muscles, and I loved Goldberg. He was a son of a bitch, and he's a son of a bitch as Santa, too. I know you love neck muscles. I do I remember love that neck. You. Yep, I enjoy a good neck muscle, uh, which incidentally was my name in high school. My nickname. Right, you ask yeah. neck muscles? Uh, just neck muscle. They just called me just neck muscle. neck muscle. Yeah. Hey, here comes neck muscle. And they'd, they'd throw him a football and, you know, kiss a hot chick. Uh, speaking of muscles, <laughs> okay. well, let's flex our critic muscles. Uh, you asked me a question, and then I just hijacked your question and started talking about something else what because I ask I'm you? an asshole. Well, you are, but what did I ask you? Which movie should we review oh, first? yeah, which one? I think we start with a Christmas horror story. Christmas horror story it is. Uh, Christmas horror story is not that old, and... <laughs> Pardon me. I think I found Christmas Horror Story by mistake. I had only watched it once before, and I think that time that I watched it, I found it by mistake because I was looking for a different Christmas horror movie and came across this one and thought it was it, and I don't believe it is. Don't know what the original horror movie was. Can't find it. I thought maybe I was confused by a trailer, like maybe a trailer for this. You know how they show crap in a trailer that's not actually in the movie? Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, well, this was just like a kind of an artistic trailer for this movie. So I kept waiting for those scenes, and they're not in there. And so either I've made it up in my brain, which is possible, or there's some lost trailer to this that last night I could not find. I looked for, I was like, ah, it's probably the trailer. Could not find but one trailer for this. And so I, I still think there's a, a Christmas movie out there where Santa Claus is a badass and kind of scary. And I'm not, I don't know if I'll ever be able to find it. I have no idea because that's about all I remember of it are these few scenes. But it wasn't in this. And this one is, uh, it's an anthology, a little like Trick or Treat. I might have said Halloween earlier, but it, like Trick or Treat. And uh, it, I mean, I think it's good. I think it's a, I mean, it's, is it, you know, one of the best horror movies ever. No, does it uh, even live up to Trick or Treat? No, but I mean, if you were watching holiday anthology horror movies, tell me this isn't the one you're going for. Uh, I'm really upset that you would even mention Trick or Treat in the same breath as a Christmas horror story. What, did you watch this in a bad mood or something? And I'm also amazed that you found it on any kind of artifact, uh, you know, be it a DVD or a Blu-ray or VHS. This I didn't. Because... This I found streaming. It was okay. Santa Slay that I found on DVD. I was going to say, I can't imagine, because it was. this is obviously a made-for-TV movie, what, right? What, are you kidding me? The production value on this is phenomenal. <laughs> the, I mean, seriously, even the even the uh, the, you know, crappy CG effects are pretty good. I mean, the only thing that I thought was weird about this movie. I mean, yeah, okay, it's not the best movie ever, but the only thing I thought was weird about this movie is that the North Pole, uh, like, inside where they're making the toys and stuff, just looks like a, a really run-down Amazon warehouse. I mean, like, <laughs> there's no cheer there at all. They're just offices and boxes and conveyor belts and shit. Uh, the only... Here's, here's what I liked about the movie. It was that line from that elf at the beginning. Shiny. When Mrs. Claus... Is, is it shiny? Shiny is that elf. Mrs. Claus, everybody seems a little down in the dumps, so she comes in 
Shiny seems especially upset and a little bit sick to his stomach as she's yep, offering yep. all the elves cookies and sits the tray in front of Shiny. Says, do you want one? He says, no, no. And then she gives them to all the other ones, and they're like, come on, you're going to need your strength. Miss Claus gets a little pushy with the cookies. <laughs> and Shiny says, I said, I <laughs> don't want a goddamn cookie, you reindeer fucking snow whore. <laughs> That was a great shiny impression. That was, that was fantastic. Uh, man, I mean, like, you don't like the concept of elves turning into the undead and it becoming a zombie movie with elves as as the zombies. Uh, and then, I mean, we won't get into it this moment, but that fucking twist at the end? I mean, come on. You didn't like this movie? I mean... It had some good things. I liked some of it. I was definitely more interested in the movie uh, near the beginning of the movie, but over time, I kind of got bored with it. Oh, come on. Okay, so what do you have here? Four running stories. So you have Santa at the North Pole where something bad has happened that's made the elves crazy, and they're now... The elves are sick. Yeah, the elves are sick. They've got an infection, and it's it turns into like a zombie movie, but with the elves. Then yeah. you have the family of four, who are not um, characters that you care about. They're awful. It's a wife, a husband, a son, and a daughter, and they're going to, I think it was his aunt's house, because uh, yeah. she's super wealthy, and he needs money for some business deal, and he's going to talk mm. her out of it on Christmas Eve. Then you have the uh, mom and dad who have been estranged and have a little son who's probably, what would you say, five years old? Yeah, about five. Probably yeah. about five years old. And uh, he's a cop who uh, has been a bad dad in the past, and it's clear that they're just trying to reconcile and rekindle things over Christmas. Uh, they go out in the woods to get a Christmas tree. And then the last... Is there a is there another one? The uh, the kids oh. that are following up on that police video, right, right. Uh, yeah, S some kid. Uh, I don't. I I never. I didn't really listen closely enough to know. But some horrible thing happened in the basement of the school where like a student killed another student or something, and these kids are going down into the basement of the school to make a documentary film about that thing. There's three of them: two boys and a girl. And uh, I think that's it. That's that's the four stories that we're going to mm -hmm. follow to. And they all do connect in that. Um, so the kids going down into the, the basement to figure out, uh, you know, what's going on or, you know, make the documentary about this horrible thing that happened. The cop that found that horrible thing that happened back when it did is the dad in the story with the wife dad who are estranged and they have a five-year-old boy and so though that's how those two connect i don't know i mean i guess and then the other two uh the family that is going to the aunt's house to figure out you know whether she'll fund this new business venture with the the dad who's kind of a i, I won't say deadbeat but he's kind of some you know shitty business guy um they're connected because Krampus is 
very she that that aunt is like an old school chick she knows all about the krampus you know stuff and really believes it and then krampus is also santa's arch nemesis and and so that's how those two stories connect i'm sure they all connect in some way i'm just not making the connection right now and then we well the uh the jacket that the the father was wearing Mm -hmm. in the krampus story uh, had actually been the uh, the cop, the father of the five year old boy's jacket, but he had donated it to Goodwill. Um, oh, okay. And the dad, the wife had picked it up once on sale. Uh, on I think it was Yellow Tag Day, and so he was wearing that jacket. Who's wearing that jacket? I'm just making this up. Yeah, because like they were a rich family, so I don't think they're shopping at you know Yellow Tag yeah, Day or whatever the hell that is. They don't is. need to go to Goodwill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then I don't. I, I think we would be remiss if we did not mention that the person tying all of these stories together is none other than Captain Kirk himself, Bill Shatner, <laughs> as a radio DJ who drinks throughout the entire uh, night and is he's not telling these stories. He's not the narrator of the story necessarily. He's a radio late night radio DJ on Christmas Eve. What's his name? Dan Dangerous. Dangerous Dan. Yeah. Dangerous I mean, Dan. Dan might be wrong, but Dangerous is definitely right. I think it's Dangerous Dan. And he's got a weather guy who right at the top of the show, he's talking to his weather guy in the other room and he won't respond to him. And the weather guy just slams a note that he writes up against the glass that says, what does it say? Fuck Christmas or fuck, fuck Christmas. Fuck Christmas. And then he goes out because he's got a live remote to do at the mall. And, uh, then from that point on, William Shatner doesn't hear from the weatherman all night long. And he keeps going on air and saying, you know, we're not sure what's happening. And then and then at some point there's a hostage situation that Bill Shatner is reporting at the mall. Uh, and that's obviously why the weatherman has not checked in is because something horrible's happened. And uh, he continues to get drunker and drunker. I liked it. You know, the guy that played Santa Claus in this movie reminded me of the guy that plays Hopper in Stranger Things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I could see that. I mean, he was not your traditional long-bearded Santa. He was a good-looking Santa. He was fine. And I thought he did a good job because he was playing a Santa Claus who had to chop off the heads of little elves and whatnot (laughs) on Christmas Eve. It's pretty good. But he's torn about it because he loved those little elves. Well, yeah, I love those little elves. I mean, they're elves. They were supposed to help him get ready for Christmas. Um, And that's, I think, the very first thing we really start with is that. We start. Yeah, we're coming in from the aerial shot on this uh, crappy CGI North Pole. Then we end up going up to uh, like a barn door or stable door that's rattling, and then it pushes in, and we see Santa Claus. Greeting his reindeer. Hiya, Vixen. Hiya, this. And then somebody's banging on the door. And uh, we don't know what exactly. But then uh, we go back, what, was it 12 12 hours earlier? Don't know. Something like that. We jump back in time from that scene. And then we jump into the other stories. I think the first one after that is the... the, Is it the footage in the basement of the school? That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, you got one guy. He's been, you know, like nails driven through his wrist he's up against the wall it's a nasty scene and something's written on the walls it's unto us a child is given unto us a son is born i think 
Are you reading notes or your memory? Uh, that's from memory. So if you want Very to correct well. me on that, go I don't for know. It. I have no idea. I didn't and write. it's written in blood, of course, because what else is. would it be written in? And so those kids. Don't answer that. Okay. So the, I don't know what, what the answer would be, but uh, so those kids are. Jello. Okay. It should have been Jello. Jello. It, could, it could have been Jello pudding for all I know. It might have been Jello pudding. It's possible. It's possible. Could have been catsup. I don't want to rule out that it was Jello pudding or catsup. Um, so anyway, all of Some these of the red sauce cocktail sauce oh, might have been God cocktail bless. sauce. Do you... Oh God, kind of makes me hungry thinking about cocktail sauce. Do you buy cocktail sauce or do you make your own? I have not ever made cocktail sauce, and I haven't bought it in a long time because when I think cocktail sauce, I think shrimp. So I don't, I don't know what else I would use cocktail sauce on since I haven't had shrimp in so long. Shrimp or uh, crab cakes are good, but cocktail sauce, dude, it's not on enough things. I make my own always. It's, what is cocktail sauce anyway? I don't know what the actual recipe for cocktail sauce is, but I use ketchup and horseradish, and mm. you make a pretty amazing cocktail sauce. I do like some horseradish. I love horseradish. It is. I mean, horseradish is, I mean, I guess, yeah, sure, it wouldn't be good on anything, or everything, rather, but, I mean, like, yeah, man, like horseradish mayo is good. I buy this horseradish cheese I like. Uh, you know how they have, uh, like, those hot sauce stores where you can go try the world's hottest hot sauces sure there's one called i think it's called pepper palace anyway they have this horseradish called nasal napalm supposed to be the most potent strongest horseradish available i would be in i mean like i really i like horseradish to a an odd degree and I don't put it on everything, and I should put it on more things. But when I make fancy sandwiches, I'm making horseradish mayo. When I eat any kind of seafood, I'm using cocktail sauce. I fucking love horseradish. I really, really do. And I love uh, sushi and wasabi. And in America, wasabi is just fucking horseradish. Hey, Alex, do you think anybody's still listening to the podcast? I tuned out a little while ago. <laughs> So I don't want to go like a play-by-play with this movie because it is an they anthology. They promised me a horror movie <laughs> podcast, and it's too fucking boring. Old men talking about horseradish. What is this bullshit? <laughs> the best places to buy it. The various <laughs> things it's good on. Oh, you know, you can get a great deal on horseradish uh, right now at the, at the silver market if you've got a coupon. Do you have any coupons? <laughs> All right, we'll lay off the horseradish. Um, what year was what year was this movie made? Oh, Alex, I am so glad you asked. <laughs> I actually don't know. I think it's like 2011 or 2012 or something like that. I believe it was 2015. Oh, damn. Oh, I'm thinking of Santa Slay, which I believe is 2011 or 2012. You, you probably I think know Santa this. Santa Slay was 2005. Okay, so I don't know anything. So 2015, not that long ago. Not that long ago. So uh, I wonder what was going on that year. Well, you know what, Alex? I happen to know just a, a few things that were going on yeah. in 2015. How the fuck do you always know this stuff? All right, let's hear it. All right, we'll set up a little context for what was going on the year a Christmas horror story came out. Uh huh. 2015, the Supreme Court made a landmark decision in June voting to allow same-sex couples to marry nationwide. Oh, have we already done 2015? Because I think that was one once. 
Yeah, we did. I just okay. worded it differently this time. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, okay, it was a big, big year at the box office. Opening weekend, Star Wars The Force Awakens breaks in $517 million Good in global God. ticket sales. Good God. Yeah, it was a record. It was second only to Jurassic World's opening weekend earlier that year. But then on Sunday, the film jetted ahead of Jurassic World and reached one billion. Good God. The global box yeah, I'll office. tell you what, though. Both good movies. I know people have their qualms about each and uh, qualms they should have. But those are both good movies. Both good watches. And then finally, in 2015, more than 50 women accused Bill Cosby of sexual assault. You know, Bill Cosby just had to have been into assaulting women. That had to be what turned him on. He's fucking Bill Cosby. I'm not saying it's he's a the best. A lot be- of women. He's the. I'm not saying he's the best looking man in the world, but he's Bill Cosby, right? He could probably get women without having to drug them, which means he was into drugging women. Like, yeah. I mean, he was just a fucking sleazebag criminal. Uh, sorry for all you Bill Cosby lovers out there. I loved him when I was a kid, but as it ends up, he's fucking gross and a yeah. fucking awful criminal who's into you weird You know how I should have started this story? No. <laughs> Leonard Part 6 star Bill Cosby accused by 50 women of sexual assault. Leonard Part 6? That's... Do, you, do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. I, t- I totally remember it. You could have gone with Ghost Dad. Oh, oh, I, dude! I actually went to see Ghost Dad I've never, in the movies I've never with seen my it. dad, and I loved it. Who then ghosted you? T- tiny little kid. And then I remember my dad being like, "Oh, oh no!" During the scene where the uh, Bill Cosby's a ghost, they're all in a car. His daughter's dating this guy he doesn't like, and I think he does the thing, you know, where you hold your your uh, hand up to your mouth and uh, you know as oh. in kind of lingus okay and uh, my dad was like oh oh no you should come see this movie <laughs> uh, man dad dad's ruined perfectly innocent family films all the time my dad took me to see uh... seven <laughs> no my dad took me to see Mrs. Doubtfire and then, mm-hmm. and then in, when we left, he was like really depressed because it reminded him of his divorce with my mother. <laughs> like oh. he was all sad. And I was like, dad, he, he dressed up as a woman and pretended to be their nanny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is, I don't see it, man. He was like, I just don't like watching movies about divorce. I was like, well, I thought it was great. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Fucking dads. Thanks, dads. Yeah. Thanks a lot, dads. Uh, that's everything that happened in 2015 that's worth talking about. Everything that's worth talking about. It was a a banner year for lack of news. Um, Hey. Yeah. um, We're going to jump into this movie some more. Okay. uh, But it's been a minute. Do we want to take a little (laughs) breaky-poo? Yeah. Do we still have sponsors? So many sponsors. I like that every single episode you try to pitch to break, and then I go, no, Micah, let's do Final Girl. And then you go, oh, yeah. And then the segment's about seven or eight minutes longer. <laughs> Let's do it. All it's right. time to play Final Girl. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with uh, the Globe's favorite game show, Final Girl, the way it works is this. On Instagram, we have an account. Uh-huh. For this show, Slasher I Hardly Know. You we can go there. S- we do. 
you can. And every once in a while, we'll put out a little post with a bloody little knife that says, if you were going to be in a slasher, what would your name be? What would your character be? What would your final girl name be? And people come up with wonderful, funny, creative, beautiful names for us. We select five players. There are four rounds of final girl. And the way you win is don't die. Yep. How how do you not die? die? How do you not die? That's a great question, Alex. Thank you, Micah. The way you not die is don't do drugs. Don't have sex. Don't wander off by yourself. Don't do anything dumb that's going to get you killed. Stay with the group. Remain a virgin. Don't drink and don't have sex. Slasher rules, you know? Just that easy. And yet every episode, four of you completely don't listen to us. Get your asses killed in various ways. And then, boom! It's like they're not even listening to the great, great advice we're giving them. We keep chucking out pearls of wisdom. They keep not listening and dying. It's like having kids. This show is a bloodbath. Merry fucking Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Hey, fuck you, listeners, and everybody else, too. (laughs) Fuck you, too, Alex. Yeah, I forgot this is our Christmas episode. (laughs) All right, so let's get to it. Who's playing this week? All right, let's meet our contestants. Who do we have? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Raven. Ray Kincaid. All right. That's a good one. Dark, mysterious. Serena Maxwell. Oh, very beautiful. Please welcome Stella. Stella Virgin. Uh, Okay. So we see our friend Where's the Horror Sections made another appearance. Look who's back. Back again. Didn't Stella Virgin play in the last round? In the last in the last one? No. Okay. Or I, I forgot. Nope. Absolutely you are correct. Yep, you're correct. Go on. Please welcome Vicky Thorne. Oh, that's also kind of a mysterious name. I like it. That's some good Vicky ones. Vicky Thorne? Yeah. Sounds like I have a speech impediment when I say Vicky Thorne. Like I'm trying to say Vicka Thorn? No. Vicky Thorn. No, doesn't sound like that. And finally, Sarah Minx. Oh, Sarah Minx. All right, we have our five contestants. Let's put them into the chicken wire and scrap wood. Wheel of Fate. Ba, 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 ba. Are we calling it the Wheel of Fate or the Wheel of Death these days? You call it the Wheel of Death often. I don't think it has a name. So, whatevs. 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 This show's so just lackadaisical and like whatever. Yep. It's just one of those like whatever kind of shows, you know? Yep, I do. I do know what you mean. All right, I'm going to crank that wheel. Do it. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh. A little, little too, little too into the wheel that time, Alex. Some uh, wheels wind down. That one wind down. Alex was getting... Oh, Alex, are you huh? going to give me a grum roll? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. First one. Give me that grum roll before we get started. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if you missed the last episode, I asked Alex for a drum roll, and that's what came out. Some old man clearing phlegm from his throat. <laughs> yeah, it was good. This is hey, good. you know what? I'll take what I can get. Everyone loved it. Oh. Okay. First up, we have... Did I 
Dun, dun. Raven, Ray Kincaid. I see that train a coming, coming round the bend, but I don't let my boyfriend Bobby plug a faux fur foxtail in my rear end. You survived. God. Uh, this is our Christmas episode, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> Stella, Stella Virgin. All right. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. But we ain't exactly the same, Pa, because I won't smoke that reefer. You survived, nice. Stella. Nice. Wow, a little twist with the family ties there. Great show. Uh-huh. It is. Merry Christmas. Serena Maxwell. There must be some kind of way out of here, said the Joker to the thief. But you don't let Ricky boink you. Besides, you're afraid you'll queef. <laughs> it's like you just go for the grossness. Every time. Every time the opportunity presents itself, you're like, yeah, I'll take a little of that. You know what, Alex? You know what I think? I think there's nothing gross about a queef, and nobody should have to feel gross for queefing. The, I'll tell you what's gross about a queef. The word queef. It's a gross word. Queef. Mm-hmm. Yep. Queef. Yep, you're gross. I think it's, it's a good name for an insult. You know, somebody's making you mad. It's like, shut your mouth, you insignificant queef. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a good one. It's a good word. You know what? It, it's a good word to to define an insult. So, like, instead of the, like, it's a good synonym for insult. It's like, yeah, and then he queefed me really hard. <laughs> right? You go to your boss and you say, look, I can't work with this guy. He keeps queefing me. You know what? I think we should use queef in place of I'm just talking out of my ass. I'm just queefing. Listen, guys, I'm just queefing. It, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, it, you say it, we do it. That's it. It's done. <laughs> Next one, please. Uh, Sarah Minx. All right. Perumpa pum pum. Joey's hand is on your bum. So you swat him with your candy cane when he tries to get some. Now, good job. You, th- survived. you survived with a little holiday cheer. Nice. Oh, it's about to get so holiday. I can't wait. Are you feeling the cheer? Do you have any holiday cheer yet? Yeah, I got the, all the uh, cheer, baby. I was watching uh, 1990-somethings. Grandma got run over by a reindeer before I had to come down here and, and uh, record this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Great. Thanks for the conversation. Who <laughs> dies? Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, you know, uh, maybe I'm too sensitive, but I get a little sad when somebody has to die. I'm like, oh. I, I do, too. I feel bad. I do, too, and I always feel bad about it. Yeah. All right. Oh, Vicky Thorne. Oh, Vicky. Oh, Vicky. No, not Vicky. Oh, God, not Vicky. No, she was, Vicky, no. She was the last to be introduced. Uh, she gave you a speech impediment, and now she's about to die. All right, Miss Thorne. Jingle bells, jingle bells. You love the way that Bubba Kush smells. <laughs> sure, you were nervous and filled with fright. You never tried weed until tonight. But you never should have smoked that grass, because now you and all your friends are surgically connected. Mouth to ass. <laughs> oh my God, you human centipede to death! Holy <laughs> shit, man! Wow. 
It'd be nice if I could get through a final girl without stumbling over my words. I, man, or stumbling over the next guy's ass. Man, that's yeah. that is cold blooded. That's a, that's that is that's a rough way to go. Vicky, rest in peace. Oh God, what a way to go. Surgically connected. Whew. Mouth to ass. That's gotta friends. that's gotta be the worst one so far. And you saved it for the holiday special. Wow. You know, I've never even seen that movie. I I find that hard to believe. And in fact, I think you've recommended that movie to me in the past. There's no way I recommended Human Centipede. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. It sounds like a movie you wrote, though, you weirdo. <sighs> I started to watch it, and I, I think I got bored and turned it off. I watched. And then I, I watched Tusk, and I, <laughs> I feel like that would that would leave you with the same feeling. So I didn't need to see it. Yeah, it's probably not going to make you feel good. I saw the second Human Centipede. Also, uh, you know, skimmed through it, and I was like, okay, that's gross. Yeah, that's also gross. I don't care. And then I went and did something else. Good story. And uh, congratulations to all our four survivors. Sorry to see you go, Vicky. That is a rough get. Wow. Killed, killed by a movie Mike has never even seen. Damn. All right. We got more of this coming up after the break. More deaths, more not deaths, and a little bit more about a Christmas horror story that's coming up right after these messages from our lovely sponsors. Santa Claus, and you're listening to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her, which means you've been bad. Santa does not like bad. <laughs> but there's still time to redeem yourself. Turn it off now. Stop listening to this horrible podcast and maybe Santa will bring you a surprise underneath the Christmas tree. No? You're not going to stop listening? Then you've been naughty. And Santa does not like naughty. I punish the naughty. Now I have to suffocate you with my bag, normally full of toys. It, it's lined with a plastic-like material to keep it water. It's, it's not breathable. You will die a, a very weird death at the hands of Santa Claus. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Alex. Thank you so much for listening to the Slasher I Hardly Know Her Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we will see you in the new year. Uh, Santa, what are you doing? Oh, 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 oh. what is this, Gortex? This is nice. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her, uh, and this is a, a particularly joyous episode because it is our Christmas episode, our little special gift to our listeners. 
And for that special gift, we watch two very special movies. Right now, we're talking about A Christmas Horror Story. Coming up in just a bit, we're going to talk about Santa's sleigh. Uh, both just phenomenal movies. Um, so, we're, again, we're not going play-by-play with these because, one, this is an anthology, and two... Alex has some bread to see to. I've got some bread to see to rising. He makes bread. I do make some bread from time to time. Tonight I'm making bread bowls. Very excited about it. So let's talk. What are you going to put in your bread bowls? Ah, Some kind of beef thing. I don't know. I saw it online. Um, So. so Fascinating. As we progress through Christmas Horror Story, we find, you know, Santa chopping the heads off of uh, maniacal elves who have uh, turned into little zombie things. He's chopping the tops of their heads off. He's stabbing them. They're trying to attack him. Uh, and <laughs> Shiny, that elf that you quoted earlier, that you love the quote where he turned down the cookies, man, Shiny just doesn't die. Shiny just keeps mm-hmm. coming back and keep coming back. I mean, like, Shiny, y- y- you thought he got it, and then he didn't, and then he... You know, I mean, like, at some point, I think Santa even goes, you again. I was like, my God, it's still shiny. Shiny's a mm. tough little elf, man. He the, is. The uh, kids in the basement, they get locked in as they're making their documentary. And then, I don't know, supernatural bullshit happens. And <laughs> this little teenage girl kind of makes this boy possibly impregnate her after she kills another boy. Uh, then, yeah, she jumped on him. Yeah. And but they then did it on a chair. But then comes to her senses, and it's like, "What did you do to me?" Like you know, every teenage boy's nightmare. I uh, guess she was supposed to be a virgin because she had blood on her afterwards. I think, but the blood was from when she killed the other kid, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. the blood was from when she killed the other kid. She just doesn't know she killed the other kid because she was some some kind of you know demonic trance or something mm-hmm. um and then the family that is made trying to get this aunt to give them money she's like booted them out and said nah i ain't giving you any fucking money and they run off the road because krampus uh <laughs> runs in front runs of their car us. like bigfoot uh, uh there was definitely a correlation between bigfoot and krampus in this movie right like you know krampus was bigfooty for sure, he was like yeah. a, he was like a yeti, um, yeah. And so they're kind of dispatched out in the uh, out in the holler, while the little girl gets away, runs back to the aunt's house, and the little boy who has gone to get a Christmas tree with his estranged parents in some kind of Christmas uh, tree grove or whatever, he goes missing. They frantically search for him. They find him in this, like, knothole of a tree, and he comes out, and they're like, hey, where were you? And that kid is not that kid anymore. He is weird and quiet and then ends up attacking both parents, killing the father, severing his hand, wrapping him in Christmas lights, and putting him under the tree. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what bothers me is, you know, the mom, that mom gets a call, and it's like, hey, you know, I... I know who you are. I know you're on my land, you know, getting a Christmas tree. And it sounds like he's just going to be some guy that's pissed you got a Christmas tree. But he's like, you know, your son is not your son. You need to bring him back and and whatever. And she doesn't believe him. She's like, don't call here again. And then she goes out, finds the husband dead. The kid attacks her. And it's like, oh, shit. The kid's crawling on the fucking ceiling and shit. You know, this is scary stuff. Um, the guy, she calls the guy back when she's like hiding in the bathroom. 
He's like, I thought I'd hear back from you. And so he's like, she's like, you know, what do I do? And he's like, don't scare it. Don't let it know it's threatened. Just get him back in the car and get him back to the Christmas tree grove. You know, get him back to my land. I'll be waiting on you and hangs up. Now, obviously that fucking dude wanted her to bring this fucking thing back because he called her in the first place and was like, you took a Christmas tree. That son's not your son. You got to get him back here, right? He is like, he's engaged. Like he, he needs this. He needs that, whatever the kid is to come back to this, you know, patch of land that he owns. So why doesn't he give more explicit instructions to her? He's like, don't scare it. Get in the car. I'll be here. Hangs up. And she's like, wait, wait. Why wouldn't he be like, you know, come here at this time, maybe offer the kid some candy and get it in the car. I mean, why is it any more helpful? He wants that thing back, but instead he does that thing they do in movies where it's like, you know, see you in 10 minutes. And and the other person's on the other end go, wait, wait, I need more information. Why wasn't he just a breadth of information for her? He wanted the thing back. If he really, really wanted it back, why didn't he just go to their house? Yeah, right. I'll come get the damn thing. Oh, well, they were scared of him, remember? He right, he right. says they were scared of him. She ends up getting her kid back. She has to kill the guy and the old man that's waiting for her. And I guess what it is, they, I, what, what did they call them? What were they? Changelings. Changelings. Um, and, so, and he's like, oh, you know, don't worry. As long as I'm here, you're cool. They're scared of me. And then he, like, raises his gun up to her. Because she's like, you know, where's my kid? You got to give me my kid. Because he takes the thing back, but the kid doesn't come. He's like, I can't help you there. And she like starts freaking out. So he raises his gun. She shoots him dead because she brought her dead uh, cop husband's gun. And Mm -hmm. then the changelings, I guess, because they were scared of him, are like, ah, she's dope. She killed this guy. So they give the kid back. Yeah. And that story's in. Um, That's it. Yeah. I like the way the Krampus story wrapped up, too. Like, uh, the girl comes to the aunt's house and it's like, help me, help me. The Krampus ended up being some dude that was in the house. And then you realize Krampus isn't so much, uh, who was in the house back when they visited, uh, because she, the little girl kills the Krampus thing pretty awesomely. I have to say, uh, it runs at her stab. She stabs it, you know, with some kind of big log or whatever. And, uh, then sets it on fucking fire with gasoline that's sitting there. And so then the aunt, you know, brings a little girl into the house. And it's like, oh, here, here's the story of Krampus or whatever. And uh, then the woman, the aunt is kind of bad. Like she ends up being kind of an evil thing or she's a bitch or whatever. And so then the girl turns into Krampus and kills the aunt, which I like. So Krampus is just an Avenger who takes, you know, somebody else's body. That's pretty dope. Could be you. Could, Could be, be me. Um, how do the other ones wrap up? Well, let's see. Did you wrap up the kids in the basement? I mean, sort of. Not really. I mean, I guess I did. They hump, he finds the body, and then, what, they're stuck down there forever? No, the girl gets out. She kills the guy. Oh, she brings the baby. Yeah. The The ghost brings the baby. Yeah, and the little boy who had, uh had sex with her in the chair is flung up against the, uh, uh-huh. the wall and the ghost cracks his neck. That's right. And so, then the, the girl that may or may not be pregnant gets to leave. Yeah. But she's definitely pregnant. Cause I, that was like somehow part of that mythology. And then Santa has to kill his poor wife because she too oh, is infected. Right. Yeah. And then he hauls ass to the stables to get, uh, get the reindeer hitched up so he can go do Christmas because I got it's Christmas Eve and he's Santa 
And that's when Krampus shows up and they fight to the death. To the death. Which, again, I thought was pretty dope. Santa. And I did Krampus. like seeing Santa and Krampus fight. That yeah. was good. Because this Santa was kind of a badass. He wasn't like, he was an old man. I mean, he wasn't like some kind of, he wasn't like a bodybuilder like he, he is in the next movie we watched. But, uh, you know, he's got this little scepter that he cuts things up with and stabs them. And he's, he's a badass man. And he does not like Krampus. So, Micah, a uh, couple of things to get to. First, um, the twist. Do you want to talk about the twist? Oh, okay. Yeah, our heroic Santa who's had to fight off all these elves that turned evil and Krampus himself turns out to be, was it the weather guy from the radio station where Shatner works, who is also... Santa is the... <laughs> Santa is the radio guy, the weather guy. Moonlighting as a uh, mall Santa. No, and he... all of this has been in his head. So he's been killing mall employees and going nuts. And uh, none of the Santa story was real. Does that mean all four stories were in this guy's head? No, no. Just the Santa story is in this guy's head. But uh, he's not a mall Santa. He's a weather guy who was going to the mall to do a live remote for the radio station on Christmas Eve. But he, and he lost his yeah, mind and he lost killed his mind. everyone around him. Yeah, put on a Santa suit, and in his mind, he was that Santa killing all those zombie elves and, and doing all these things, and they have all these flashes of when we saw elf deaths that <laughs> in the, re, the reality, these were just like store workers and stuff in a mall in the hostage situation that uh, Bill Shatner has been DJing about for the last, you know, several hours it was his weather guy that was actually at the mall causing the scene and just murdering yeah. tons of fucking people and then he gets to death by cop because he he's got that axe in his hand that scepter was just you know i don't know some emergency axe or something like that yeah and he's holding it up he still thinks i don't know did he think the cops were bad elves coming to get him because he keeps his axe in his hand so the cops have to shoot him yeah i guess and so they, they they pump him full of lead and santa is dead Come on, man. That was a good... You didn't expect that. I did not expect that. Yeah. It was a nice little twist. So... I hate when the twist is it was all in your head. I do too, but I I like it when it makes fucking sense. I mean, like, you can argue that the sixth sense was all in his head, and that's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. And they... and. Like, the clues were there. The fact that the weather guy was so pissed off and he leaves and then we can't hear from the weather guy. The fact that it is the weather guy, which, by the way, I don't think Santa and the weather guy were played by the same people, were they? No. I don't think they were. Not the Santa, the dream Santa, the one that, yeah. you know, wasn't real, was all in his head, yeah. Yeah. Different actor. They look similar, enough that I had to look it up, but... Uh, they I, did both have on a red clothing and a white beard. Correct. They both dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, Santa Claus. All right, so Saint Nick. Do we need Old to do Saint a uh, a crunchiest Bear killer? Or do we want to do that when we come back? I, <laughs> we need to do a crunchiest kill. We need to do a final girl, and let's go to break, and we'll get to Santa Slay. Crunchiest kill. Easily for me, the crunchiest kill. It well, not easily. I'm gonna go between the elf getting his head, the top of his head 
like sliced off with Santa Scepter. Although that elf doesn't die because he comes back and he's missing the top of his head. Um, Hey, what's up with the scepter cutting the skull, but leaving part like protruding brain. brain, Yeah. (laughs) I, I don't know. That didn't make any sense. Well, you know what? I'm not familiar with elf anatomy. Maybe that makes perfect sense. Maybe it just, you know, cracks open like a kinder egg and, uh, you know, your brain pops out. I have no idea. Um, I think my crunchiest kill on this one would be when the girl kills uh, uh, Krampus because he's running at her. She like stabs him through with this like piece of wood. Then she's right by where they like a chainsaw and some gasoline where they were cutting that wood. And she's like, fuck yeah, man. She grabs that gas, soaks him down for whatever reason. She has a Zippo, lights it, tosses it on him. It's like sea in hell or whatever she says. And Krampus like dies with this thing stabbed through him burning to death i mean it's pretty good stuff Mm. i think i'm gonna give it to okay uh he doesn't die immediately he dies eventually but when they're the family is wandering in the woods after they've crashed their car Mm -hmm. and this fucking chain with a hook and blade on it comes out of the wood yeah like grabs him and yanks yanks him and slices his guts open and then yeah, he ends up bleeding to death over time. The dad from the four. The dad, yeah. Family of four. Because that was unexpected. I did not expect the crazy chain to come out of the woods. He didn't like expect it either. a weird weapon. He, did, he, <laughs> he didn't expect it either. He looks at his family and goes, have I been shot? It's like, what am yeah. I, shot? Yeah. And the answer was <laughs> like no. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. That was a good one. Um, the question I have for you before we do Final Girl is, would you recommend this movie? And what would you... Let me Let me ask you this. How many uh, oddly severed elf skulls would you give this one? I am going to give this. Uh, I'm going to give this four oddly severed elf skulls. Are you kidding me? Four out of ten. Four out of ten. Is that are you just like on some kind of elf scale because they're like smaller people that like on a normal scale had I given you something else you would have given this an eight? There are things to like in this movie. Uh, it just dragged for me in parts. Um, I needed it to be cut down by you know twenty minutes or so. Um, but no, I like the way Krampus looked. He looked cool. Santa, you know, in the the epic battles with the elves, some of that was good. I like Krampus's chain. Uh, I didn't care as much about the kids in the basement. I didn't either. Um, yeah. Just didn't. But, but you know I hate supernatural stuff. It's worth watching. If you're looking for a horror movie that's Christmas-themed, you know, check it out. Hey, man, all the other podcasts will be doing Silent Night, Deadly Night, Black Christmas, all that stuff, which we'll get to, but nobody's doing this. This is a this is an uncut gem, my friend. This is a diamond in the rough. <laughs> Okay. I I, right. I easily give this seven. Uh, wow! Oddly split. Uh, now this isn't on. You know, I'm. Uh, this is our Christmas special. We are doing mm-hmm. Christmas horror. I'm giving it a seven. And if you're in into Christmas horror, this is a good watch. Mistakes were made. Uh, lots of them. The the one of the big mistakes I think is I cared for no one except yeah. Santa. Santa yeah. is the only character I care about in this entire thing. I thought Bill Shatner, Shatner. yeah, Shatner did a fantastic job. He was uh, a nice surprise to see in there, and he did a good job too. I mean, he, 
I mean, what was it? His filming four hours of filming one day. Maybe I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm sure he made half the budget of that movie. Um, but I mean, like, I, I think it was a, a solid watch, especially if you're into some Christmas horror. That's the one to pick up for sure. Next to our next one, uh, which I, I will probably rate a little higher. I, I'm not sure. So yeah, uh, I, I I'd recommend this you're movie. Not sure. No. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I'd recommend this movie for sure. You're in for some Christmas horror. Pick up this guy, especially if you like uh, anthologies. It's it's, it's kind of cool. Now, let's see who doesn't make it into the Santa sleigh half of this podcast. Who's it going to be? You might recall in our last round, we lost poor Vicky Thorne. Oof. What a way to go. The worst way yet, man. The worst way yet. That's the worst death we've had. We have four contestants left. Let's spin the wheel. Let's see what happens. Man, got to get a new wheel. That, it, right. Hey, do you, ask Santa for that for Christmas. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Man, That's there's still idea. time, baby. There's still time. Less than a week to Christmas, but, you know, Santa so works. I'm going to sit on his lap. I'm going to mm-hmm, ask him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please do. Please do that. Please go sit on Santa's lap and say, I want a new wheel of death for Christmas. And be an adult man at a mall <laughs> with a Santa asking for a new wheel of death for Christmas. And just have your significant other please mm-hmm. record mm-hmm. Santa's reaction. Just do that for me, please. I mean, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I, I like the idea. You know what? I bet he rolls with it. I bet he, I, I bet any good mall Santa rolls with that shit and is like, ho, ho, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see what happens. We've got that creepy music playing. Have you been a good little boy, Micah? And then you'll say yes. And then I'm always a good little boy. Right. <laughs> yeah, say it like that. I'm always a good little boy. Right after you've asked for the new wheel of death. God, please, please get her to film this. Please do this. Mm, Santa, can I have a new wheel of death? (laughs) I'm always a good boy. So good. Okay, get off my lap. All right, Sarah Minx, you're up first. All right, you made it. Will she survive? Sarah. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. But you don't join your sorority sisters when they strip down naked to make angels in the snow. You survive. Yay! Very Good nice. job not taking your clothes off and well making snow angels. Well done. Well done. Next up. Serena Maxwell. Woo-hoo. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. When your roommate says, let's snort some blow, you say drugs don't make me jolly. No, they don't. Good job, Serena. You survive. Raven, a.k.a. Ray. Uh-oh. Kincaid. All right, here we go. Raven, when Johnny tells you he rented a room at a cheap hotel, you refuse to go. Instead, you join carolers and sing the first Noel. Oh. You survived. Nice, 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 nice. Which means that <sighs> Stella, Stella Virgin. Stella Virgin. Oh, Stella. You tried. Stella Virgin. You still, you tried. You, you stayed a virgin, but what are you going to do that's going to get you killed? Stella. All right, Stella. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 
had a very shiny nose. So did your boyfriend Kenny after he ripped off your pantyhose. But you don't make it very far. A killer was watching from his car. Right as Kenny slides into home base, the killer buries his hatchet in your face. Ooh. Sorry, Stella. Damn, so that's... I mean, that is what it is. That's... You were Stella Virgin, and then you fucked it up. You lost it. You yeah. got your cherry yeah. popped. fucked it up. Man, that's a real... No. That's a real shit move, Stella. Fuck you, Stella. What were you thinking? <laughs> we fucking Wait. hate you and your poor, poor choices. Wait, why uh. are we degrading these lovely players? Who because we, play? because we, Stella, te- you piece of we shit. We tell them I'm how glad to win. You're dead. We give them everything they need to win, and then they ignore us. Mm. <laughs> Happy holidays to you and your family, Stella. Yeah, Stella. I hope it was worth it. <sighs> Gross. All right. Let's get to a word from our sponsors. And when we return, we are going to tear apart and sleep in the ashes of Santa's sleigh. Yay. Did that make any sense? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Oh, (laughs) perfect. We'll be right back. Lydia, you should be in bed. One, two, Santa's coming for you. What are you saying? Three, four, better pray some more. You you want to pray? Five, six, choke on pixie sticks. Honey, get in here. Seven, eight, stay up and wait. We better call the doctor. Only three shopping days left until Christmas. Get on down to Central Park Mall while there's still time. Brought to you by Santa's Village of the Dead. Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners, to Slasher I Hardly Know Her. It's the most popular show on this show. I am your hands host. Hands down. Hands down, on the ground. Make that sound. Dance around. Pound. Bound for pound. Pound for pound. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we're talking about, well, we, we're doing a Christmas double feature. It's we our Christmas special. It's so special. Can you feel how special this special is? I'm pretty... I, yes, I do. I feel that I am feeling the love in the air. I am feeling the Christmas spirit. I have full a cup. Of Christmas cheer. I have a cup full of Christmas cheer right here. My cup runneth over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We already played a little final, girl. We had two people die horrible deaths. <sighs> there are three more left. And we talked about a Christmas horror story. Now we're about to jump in to another movie. Our number two in this doubly double double bubble feature. It is Santa's Slay, spelled S L A Y, because Santa he's gonna ki- he's gonna kill a lot of people. He's gonna kick a little ass, and he does. He does. He Bef- loves his work too. It's a dude again. Like I said, a Christmas perennial. Although this one, we if we watch this between Halloween and Christmas, we've done our job in our house. Uh, it's a it's a good movie. It's it's everything you want a movie called Santa's Slay, starring Goldberg the Wrestler, and then a ton of other people. What, how much do you think of the budget was wasted in that opening scene? 
I know. I was surprised to see Chris Kattan, Chris Kattan. Uh, Scott Kahn, or is it James Kahn? James, James Kahn. Kahn. Scott's his boy. Uh, and then uh, Fran Drescher was <laughs> the, there. The nanny. And then uh, the lady that I always think is Felicity uh, is not Felicity. She was at the end of the table. She's also very famous. Hey, babe. Who was it that's not Felicity? Rebecca Gayhart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's kind of got curly hair. Mm-hmm. She was in another horror movie. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, anyway. But, yeah, all in the opening scene. I mean, and like, they all get murdered by Santa. It's wonderful. Horrible. It's a wonderful way to start a movie. This I'm, movie was produced by Brett Ratner. Did you see that? I didn't know that. All these yeah. years. I had no idea that was a... But that explains a lot of the uh, star power that it has in it. Because so much star power. The star power continues on. I mean, um, the guy who plays the grandpa in this was... Uh, I can't think of his name. What's his name? Uh, Bruce Dern? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. No. Doc Brown? He did look like Doc Brown a lot. <laughs> he also was not... You know where he looked like Doc Brown the most was uh, the when they do the claymation thing? To tell yeah, yeah. to tell the story of uh, you know how Santa got to be this way, uh, when they do that, that claymation version of the grandpa looked the most like. Uh, I mean, he looked just like Doc Brown. But no, that was Robert Culp. I mean, like you've seen Robert Culp in a million things. I mean, if you're a sitcom fan, he was Deborah's dad on Everybody Loves Raymond. If you're a kid of the '80s, he was in The Greatest American Hero. Uh, he was in, I mean, like he's... Oh, what was the song? What was the theme song from Believe Greatest Believe it or not, I'm walking, walking on air. air. Uh, and then, of course, that is George's, um, uh, from Seinfeld, that is George's message uh-huh. that he leaves uh, the tune to <laughs> when he says, Believe it or not, George isn't at home. Uh, uh, just a fantastic. Uh, you also had the uh, the the Jewish deli owner. I don't know the actor's name, but I recognized him. He's been in a lot of stuff. I just pulled the movie up. That is Saul Rubinek, uh, and the preacher. He's famous. He's been preacher. in stuff and things. Yeah, the reverend at the church who then walks across. Oh, the, Dave to the Thomas Club. Yeah, yeah, Dave Thomas, Canadian. Oh, and the girl uh, Emily DeRaven. Yeah, she's, so she's from she's from Lost. Yeah, uh, and I think this was during Lost. I want to say when did you say this was made? Two thousand five. Ah, this might have been a little before Lost because I think Lost started like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something like this. This might have been right before it. But yeah, all great stars. Uh, you know, like that you've seen anything. I'm not talking when I say star power. I'm just saying. This isn't a Hallmark movie where you know no one's name. This is, I mean, people that you recognize. You're like, oh, yeah, that person. Oh, yeah, that person. Oh, it had, uh, remember, uh, Tommy Lister Jr. in it. The guy played Tiny in uh, Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah, it Tiny? Yeah, that's right. Was that his oh, name? I don't God, remember. God, I don't remember his name. Was it Tiny or was it like Bone or? Uh, well, you know, I'm here, so I know that he's known for Friday, so we'll. We'll uh, sort this out pretty quickly, but yeah. Are you I mean, googling? Are you are you feverishly yeah. googling right now I while am. I stall for time? Well, while Alex is googling no, you don't you Friday, don't have to stall for time. I'm a very good Googler. I'm gonna introduce uh, our uh, cast and our crew here. We have Vivian, our receptionist. Debo, God, I'm an idiot. 
What was it? Debo. Debo. That's right. Debo. I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. But no, a lot of people in this uh, movie, not the best acting, not the best story, not a bad movie by any means. Before we get any further, though, uh, let's talk about what else we're into. What are you into? Into. Into. What are you into? What's all this screaming about? Okay, what are we into? Alex, tell me, what are you into? Ah, uh, that's easy. Uh, I made a little bit of a mention on it in the last show, but I am very into this uh, limited run of Dexter. Dexter New Blood? I was a big Dexter fan. Like, from yeah. the very, very start, I was in. I did not have, uh, when it, I, I, I had cable when it started out and loved Dexter. It was great. And then uh, I had to move because it was in a breakup. And I moved to this like shitty little condo and I couldn't afford uh, Wi-Fi or like internet at all. And so I would steal internet from my neighbors and uh, I would download Dexter hour, like the hour after it uh, ran so that I could watch Dexter because I was so fucking into it. I love Dexter. This isn't a sad story. This is a tri- this is my sad music. This is a no. This is a triumphant story. This is a triumphant story. How I was in this breakup because I needed to be out of it. And yeah, sure. You know, I didn't have that double income coming in. I you know I didn't have a roommate or anything. So I stole internet from my neighbors and then you know illegally streamed. Uh, Dexter episodes. I love Dexter. And Dexter New Blood is solidly good. I'm, one, going to be upset if there's not a season two. Two, totally understand because they said it was going to be a limited run. And three, I really appreciate it. If you're a Dexter fan, the whole feels there and the story is completely different. Like, it is... It gives you everything that, you know, Dexter fans know that the last two, three seasons were shit i mean they were just terrible the season finale was so like upsetting and unfulfilling and this this redeems that and they don't really ignore it they don't retcon anything they're not saying they they kind of own what they did wrong and just kind of go with it and it's really good i'm watching a season of dexter again and it feels like I'm watching a season of Dexter again. So if anybody was on the fence, uh, I think it's, I mean, like, wait. Like, if you don't want to subscribe to Showtime until, you know, it, for three months or whatever, I mean, you're going to get, I think there's a, it's a 10-episode run. So, you know, if you, I think we have two or three more episodes. So if you just subscribe now, you could catch up and then, probably you know just have to pay for that month and you know offense showtime but if you just wanted to pay that one thing because i will say it's the only thing i'm watching on showtime yeah man give it a go this is i'm really into this mm. micah what are you into alex i'm glad well, you i just asked. i thought you would just talk i didn't think you would go mm, i was that waiting for it. you to ask me because that seems like the polite thing to do we're both hosting this one. You're so. too busy sipping on your cup of Christmas cheer to right. notice that I'm here. That's not true. I'm very cheerful that you're here. And, uh, you know, as long as I'm thinking about it, Micah, what else are you into? Not much. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. I think I already talked about it last week. I've been watching Truth Seekers. It's got Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, they work for a Wi-Fi company, and all sorts of things happens. It's crazy. They're they're looking for ghost spirits, and a larger plot is unfolding. And then recently, I watched. Do you remember Zodiac the movie? Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, I rewatched that, dude. I hadn't seen that in a long time. I forgot how fucking great that movie is. I watched all. What two hours and thirty seven minutes? It's got I've Jake also Gyllenhaal, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. What a Jr. great movie that is! David and Fincher directs it. He directed, you know, Seven, Fight Club. Was it also? Uh, was it a good movie? I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. I don't you, watch movies that long anymore. You think it was too long? <sighs> I mean, I like a movie to be an hour and a half. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like, like it under two hours for sure. This one was a long one, but damn, dude, I was on the edge of my seat the whole movie. So. I, uh, I just I think, I think it warranted the runtime. I I mean I don't I've never seen it, so I can't tell you. Uh because I was turned off by the runtime. And when yeah. I you know, when I get into runtimes, you know, I'm just like you, I'm with you. Give me an hour twenty, give me an hour thirty, you know. I mean, unless it really deserves it. And so as soon as you're ticking over an hour thirty, I'm like, mm, what could have been cut? What could have been cut? Yeah. You know, do we need this scene? Do we need the scene? And and particularly when you're talking about David Fincher, that's a that's a a tough nut to crack because, I mean, you could argue that Fight Club could be a lot shorter. You know what I mean? But Fight yeah. Club, but Fight Club is a great movie. So I don't know. I I've not seen it, but on your recommendation, I'll give it a watch. I mean, I'm yeah. back. I'm back to horror. I mean, not that you know. We're, I mean, we're watching Christmas horror now, but for the most part, in my house, it's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas right now. So I'm back to horror as soon as you know December twenty sixth hits. Yeah. Yeah. Now watch Zodiac. You like to investigate. You like to put the pieces of a puzzle together. I think I you really enjoy it. Um. Yeah. You're no, like a detective. I. I. I even I You're recognize. You're a private dick. Even I recognize that I said that as a question, but I meant that as a yes. I do. Oh, so but I'm the silly dumb dumb. No, no. I heard it as a question too. It was like I do. Uh, and anybody at home would have been like, "Oh, he's asking a question," but I, I, I wasn't. I was agreeing with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you'll mm-hmm. enjoy it. Putting the pieces together, trying to figure it out. So, no books this year, this this week. You're not getting all brainy on us. I'm still reading uh, Skinny Dip. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. All right. I, I you've you've said I should read it. I have not. I haven't done any reading in a couple of months now. Maybe just a month. It's hard. Reading is hard. Reading's hard, man. You got especially gotta... a guy like you still has to sound out the words. Mm-hmm. That's really hard for a guy. That's like my. You. I ask my wife to read it to me usually. She's audio books. You read audio books. You know, I would say I've probably listened to more audio books than I've read books. I bet that's true. Maybe you really <laughs> broke it down. I bet that's true. Earlier, you mentioned that this movie came out in two thousand five. I don't think I did. In fact, uh, <laughs> in fact, I'm pretty positive that I was wildly confused as to when anything <laughs> came out and thought one of them came out in 2011 or 2010. Neither of them did. But you, my friend, were on ball and said Santa Slay came out in 2005. You know, uh, Alex, as luck would have it, I happen to know a few things that happened in 2005. That steel trap of a mind of yours held it in all this time, huh? I forget nothing. Uh, you do forget nothing. I it's it's been a a soft spot in our relationship. So what else happened in two thousand five? Well, let me tell you. 
a, a little video sharing website called YouTube was founded. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I remember. Do you know the YouTube? I remember when people were telling me about YouTube back in the day and just because it was kind of the birth of the internet, you know, not the birth of the internet. I mean, it would the internet start 95, 96. Um, but everything was spelled funky. So I just assumed YouTube was spelled with the letter U and then tube. And uh, that was not it. And I put that in for months trying to go to YouTube <laughs> and then would have to correct myself and spell it correctly and then go in. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. All right. So YouTube showed up. Alex couldn't find it because nope. he spells like a hip hop writer. Correct. And uh, what else happened in 2005? Lance Armstrong won a record seventh straight Tour de France. And now we know his... how. Yeah. Now we know how. And then finally, Tom Cruise. You ever heard of Tom Cruise? Are you familiar uh, with the Tom Cruise? Yeah, Risky Business. Um, that's all I have. Top Gun. Yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the star of classics such as Rain Man, Top Gun, sure, sure. Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Outsiders. I took a date to Mission Impossible and the entire time. Uh, I don't. He he gets in a like a tank top at some point, and the whole time she just kept saying over and over. She kept going, "Look at his arms, look at <laughs> look at those arms. Oh my God, his arms!" And uh, that was the day that Alex <laughs> vowed to have arms better than Tom Cruise. It never and we actually have a, a musical montage of Alex working out set to the uh, Mission Impossible theme. Since this is radio, it's just music and grunting. Yes, he is wearing a bandana tied around his head while he does all this. Yeah, because I picture that's how Tom Cruise does it. All right, go on. Uh, well, Tom Cruise uh, shot off his mouth on Matt Lauer on the Today Show, uh, denouncing the use of psych psychiatric drugs. He was condemning antidepressants. He even threw his old friend Brooke Shields under the bus for taking antidepressants for postpartum depression. He said to everyone that psychiatric drugs are harmful. And he told Matt Lauer he was being glib. Glib. <laughs> the nerve. Well... Matt Lauer probably was being glib and probably a little pervy. And that's the news from 2005. There you go. Well, all right. Good, good, good news. I don't remember that at all. Like, uh, that doesn't ring a bell even a little bit with me. Mm. I, I remember, you remember Tom Cruise going on the Today Show? No, I remember him doing the Oprah thing where he jumped up in the chair and talked about how oh, he yeah, loved yeah, he was yeah. with Katie Holmes. Yeah, yeah. I'm so in love. And that's when I, like, started not liking Tom Cruise. I mean, like, you know, do what you do, be who you are. But then when it was like, oh, you're trying to prove how not crazy you are by being extra crazy. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. rough, man. That's rough. It was the same deal with Charlie Sheen. We talked, I think we talked about him last week. Uh, loved Charlie Sheen. Always loved him. But as soon as he was like trying to prove how in charge he was by being crazy, it was like, all you're doing is proving you're crazy. You know? you know what I think we should do is uh, we should start a reality television show where... Uh, Tom Cruise and Charlie Sheen are roommates. <laughs> Tom I want to see those two living together. There's only one of those two actors that would be down for that. <laughs> I'll let you figure out which one. You know what I think we should do? Talk about the movie Santa's Slay. 
Hell yeah, let's do it. Santa Slay. So Santa Slay is, uh, it's one of those movies that, you know, purports some sort of history, some sort of uh, timeline that led up to where we are in, you know, ancient, ancient history. And so basically what it is saying is that Santa Claus has always been evil. He is, I don't know if he was a, a worker of the devil or if he himself is the devil. I wasn't sure on that one. Um, I think he was uh, the son of the devil, right? Is he the son of the, I, I wasn't clear. I'm still not clear on that. Um, I and, think the devil and a human woman made a baby and that was Santa. Yeah, and he's just evil. I mean, just period. He's evil. That's what he is. I mean, when we catch up with Santa, there is some, you know, preclude to this. But, you know, what we're, what the, our first really, uh, I don't know how, how to say this better. If we'll do, we'll do it out of order. But in the history of Santa, the first time we actually know of him and see him, he's on, this is the claymation part. He's on a pond just kicking some fucking what are what are they are they penguins elves. are they elves he's just yeah. kicking <laughs> ki- kicking some like, just he's just a bully i mean he's just being an asshole to him and then, doing some ice fishing and this ancient uh angel who looks exactly like doc brown shows up and says hey i'll challenge you to a game of my uh, i'll say curling it's a a, ver, a version of curling. It's definitely curling. Well, I mean, there's a hole in the ice, and in curling you have a hole in the ice. So I mean, well, I mean the things, the the tools, whatever you yeah. call it, the curl. I don't know uh, what don't those know what are called, call and I feel like an asshole for not knowing because we should. We should definitely know that before yeah. the show's over. And so they cut a hole in the ice because they were ice fishing, and uh, so then they do the things, and they're they're no different. They're just those same, same things. They have the handles on them and everything, and it's, you know, who can get the closest without uh, going into the hole. And uh, On Google, it just says they're called stones. Okay, so they're called stones. So they each have their stones, and they do their thing, all of this in claymation. And uh, the angel wins, which means that Santa, for the next, I don't remember how many years, which is, you know, centuries, uh, has to be good spread cheer do what he does right that that's he lost the bet with the angel so that's what santa has to do it's now 2005 and the bet is up it's done santa's come back to do what santa does and what santa does is be bill goldberg drive around in a sleigh in a leather santa suit with a leather little santa hat not the one you're familiar with uh, driven by a white bison. <laughs> and he loves his fucking work. He just laughs in that Goldberg laugh. The whole, it's a lot of him grunting, laughing, and killing people. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, there's, I mean, like, when we get to Crunchiest Kill, don't even know how we'll do it. I mean, I, I don't even know how we do it. I mean, how many fucking people does he kill in this? I don't know what the... I'll look it up while you talk in a second. But, I mean, he put uh, through the, the forks through the knives, uh, the hands yeah. of, of James Conn. Forks through the sh- knives is one of the deaths. Forks, forks through the forks. knives. <laughs> right in the knives. <laughs> and then he shoves a turkey leg down James Conn's throat and then bangs his head against the table to further shove the turkey leg down his throat. Everybody in that opening scene gets killed. Yeah. Like 
horribly murdered. And Chris that's Kattan. and that's when all the stars. Uh, didn't you love Chris Kattan's, uh And it was like, oh, you want to go, buddy? You want to go? He starts, <laughs> starts like shadow boxing in the air. It's great. How did Chris Kattan get it? I don't remember. Uh, he gets thrown into this, uh, you know, glass cabinet in the corner, and something falls and hits him on the head. I, I don't know if he. I mean, like everybody got it, including the the dogs. The first one to get it. There's a tiny little dog. Santa comes down mm-hmm. the chimney. And doesn't come out of the chimney, knocks the fuck out of the chimney. Like all the, the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, like the Kool-Aid man comes <laughs> through the chimney and then immediately kicks the dog into the ceiling fan. Oh, it's, it's funny. It's good. It's good, bloody fun. I did enjoy this one. This is, uh, this is a solid... This is a solid movie. I mean, like, I, I mean, obviously, I picked it, but uh, you didn't like my last one. I couldn't believe that one. Um, I'm sorry. I'm tr- That's why I watched it second because I had a feeling I was going to watch I like Santa Slay more than a Christmas horror story. Oh my I had god, a hunch, bro! And my hunch was correct. I ended on a high. Do note. you want to know the kill count for this? Ooh, you got it. Yeah, hit me. Yeah, I, I want to give you uh, a quick okay, right. opportunity. I, I didn't count, so I'm just going to take a, a shot in the dark here. There are. 23 deaths. Oh, man. You're wildly under. According... Really? According My to the... first guess was 37. According, well, you'd be a lot closer there. According to uh, the Dead Meat Wiki, which does kill counts, 41. Oh, wow. That's a good kill count. 41, man. Solid. And we're going to get into some of those kills... When we come back, <laughs> but, but before we go to break, <laughs> let's you, play a little game. You always forget to do Final Girl. Called Final Girl. It's your game, baby. Let's do Final Girl. It's, it's, not, it's not my game. You invented it. It's the world's game now. They own it. The listeners own Final Girl. Well, the world always wonders why you try to pitch a break without doing it. We're just here to facilitate their joy. Yeah, well, let's do Final Girl, baby. I'm excited. All right. Last two rounds, we already lost a couple of great people. Vicky Thorne and Stella Virgin. Yeah. One was... died via a hatchet to the face, the other in a human centipede. I know, and mm. I really feel like she got the raw end of that deal. All right. So, who do we have left? And how we are they going to survive or players. not? Let's see. We've got Sarah Minx. We Ooh. have... Uh, Raven Kincaid okay, and okay. Serena Maxwell. All right. Those are some good names. Ready to live or die. All right, let's spin that wheel. <laughs> I like I like that there's the fake wheel noise you do, and then there's the actual thing you do, which is clearly <laughs> audible and uh, sounds like you're shaking some pieces of paper around in a tub. <laughs> it's that giant pantyhose container we talked about last time. Right, that that pantyhose egg. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Who's yeah. up first? It is Raven. Hey, hey, you made it. AKA Ray Kincaid. All right, Raven. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop, your friends hand you a spiked eggnog, but you tell them to stop. You survive. You survive. Have you noticed I've been trying to add a little bit of music to yours? Because you've been, you've had a music theme. 
Uh, you talking about the whistling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very distracting, Alex. And the listeners, uh, I'm just getting to read, and they want you to stop. Then I am nailing it. All Nobody right. likes a whistler. Nobody likes a whistler? Is that true? That's a thing people say. Oh. Everybody knows that. That sucks. I whistle at work all the time. I mean... Whistle while you work? Yeah, I literally whistle while I work all the time. <laughs> wow. People must hate you. Uh, well, this would explain it. This, this is good knowledge. This is good to have. Oh. Also, it's kind of weird that you do that instead of talking. So people are like, Alex, how you feeling today? You're like... Yeah. Okay. All right. People love birds. So I just assume <laughs> if you answer back like a bird, they got to love you, right? <laughs> this is wrong? Why have we never... How are we friends? I mean, this is how we met, I thought. Uh, okay. Moving on. Serena Maxwell. It's our holiday special and you just said, oi. Like oi. Hey, hey. Serena, Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul. Sarah loads a corn cob pipe, then passes you the bowl. But you say, no, thank you. I don't want to lose control. You survived. You survived. All right. Nice, nice, nice. You prude. I really like what you're doing. These holiday rhymes are the best rhymes you've had in, like, episodes. Hey, baby, it's the Christmas special. It is, it is. Putting it all out there. Sarah, Sarah Minx. Oh, Sarah. Oh, no. Sarah, I'll have a blue Christmas without you, pleads Andy on the phone. So you invite him over, and for the first time, you two bone. Turns out it was a huge mistake. Your orgasm you had to fake. But it's too late. The deed has been done. The killer grills your liver and serves it on a bun. You're dead. You're dead. Man, oh man, oh Shevitz, that was rough. On a bun. On a bun. Wow. Okay, well. Maybe it was a Kaiser roll. Maybe it was a sesame seed bun. Well, I don't know. I mean, let's say it was a bagel. Because, you know, this is a holiday special, so we're, we're not just doing Christmas, it's the holiday special. Hanukkah's yeah. over, of course, yeah. but... Hanukkah? Kwanzaa? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't know enough about Kwanzaa to, like, add any Kwanzaa flair in there. I don't know. I learned a little bit more about it this I, year I'm than normal, I'm just excited but... that I remembered that Kwanzaa was a thing. Yeah, Kwanzaa's totally a thing. Um, and I just, I like, I learned more about it this year than I've ever learned about it. I still don't know enough about it to add any Kwanzaa flair. So my apologies to those that celebrate Kwanzaa. Which... When we return, we'll have another round of Final Girl. We'll do some horror news and we'll get into the nitty gritty, bloody, nasty kills in Santa's sleigh. Stay tuned. Slasher, hardly know her. Slasher, hardly know her. Slasher, I hardly know her. Slasher, 
I hardly know her. Micah kicking it with the dope rhymes, telling us who's gonna die each time. Alex coming with the DJ intro, even though Micah makes fun of him, bro. Final girl, who's got the nades? Most clever one doesn't always win this game. Sex, drugs, you know the drill. Whip at your boob and you get killed. Horror news, who's got the deed? Sleepaway camp girl got that beat. High kill count goes to Victor Crowley. Honorable mention to Hobo Freak. What are you into? Watching horror movies and drinking some brew. Crunchy as kill. Edge of my seat. What's gonna be the best kill this week? Rate that bitch from 1 to 10. Micah first, then do it again. The bigger, the better. My mind's in a tizzy. Micah writes commercials when he ain't busy. The keeper of souls. Scary mass people. Blood drink. Slip slap. Crazy ash. Gains people. Apparel. What's left to say? Creepy ass Samaritan is on his way. How do you measure the dope of a podcast? One cup of funny, a teaspoon of kick-ass, a recipe. We get right sometime. Breadcrumbs required for final girl rhymes. Love us, don't leave us, we're just getting started. That noise you heard? Micah just farted. We're just horror fans, a couple of dudes. Stay tuned for Slasher, I hardly know her. 2022. Welcome back to Slasher, I Hardly Know Her, the horror movie podcast where we watch all these things so that you don't have to waste your precious time, or maybe you can waste your precious time and it won't be a waste because we like these movies. This is our Christmas special, or a ho- should we say holiday special? Let's say holiday, holiday special. This is our holiday our winter special. special. I don't know about winter our, special. Our, uh... Our inclusive special. It's our all-inclusive holiday special where we include what we can, but it doesn't matter because we're just watching Christmas movies. And right now we are talking about Santa's sleigh. And I got to tell you, Micah, this is one of my favorites. This is a great movie uh, for Christmas horror. This is not what you expect because, you know, Christmas horror can often go very dark. You know, it's like they, they go the other way. This one was fun. Yeah, it's a fun one to watch. It's not perfect by any means. It lulls a here and there, but for the most part, it's a lot of bloody Christmas fun. And uh, this is the first time you've seen it, right? Yep, first time for both of these movies. So tell me all about your thoughts on this. I mean, we can walk through this, but you know, we're in our last segment. Basically, uh, Santa has come back he is now finally going to get to be what he really is which is a killing son of a bitch he's been in time out for a thousand years and that's the only reason christmas has been happy and people have received gifts because he lost a uh, a bet (laughs) that involved curling Mm -hmm. and the guy he lost the bet to an angel uh gave up his angel status because he was so in love with a woman that he married her here on earth and that is the grandpa in our story. Our main character is this boy who is, in my opinion, quite worthless in this movie. I hate it when I hate it when the main character is so ineffectual, and then the other character, you know, like his foil, is the one who gets things done and is the most capable. And that's what this is in the movie. The star of this movie should have been the lead female character, the girl from Lost that we talked about. 
That's, she's so cute. That's who should have been the star of this movie. Not only did she carry the entire movie, I mean, she. Mm-hmm. Ab- there's no question that she carried the movie. She's also the only one that makes any decisions in this movie that help things move along. But yet the star of this movie, the guy who is the hero mm-hmm. of the movie, is this boy who does nothing and is he redeems himself finally when he's like hop on the back of my snowmobile and takes her off and then they run around because her snowmobile doesn't work of course right for whatever Mm -hmm. reason uh (laughs) so it's his grandpa that was actually that angel the woman that he gave up angel status for she has since passed on so he's just this earthly being he knows what's going on he knows santa's coming back everybody thinks he's just this crazy old man but he actually knows Santa's coming back to kill everybody. And he explains it to uh, the nephew at some point, and, or the grandson at some point. Yeah, he takes out this ancient text, mm-hmm. this big, scary-looking book that's, you know, as thick as a cinder block, and starts reading from the old Norse language. Which, and, the, son, yeah. which the grandson also can understand, which I yeah. love. Yeah, Which he's, he's been brought up speaking that, and his grandpa's like, how come you don't speak in the Norse tongue? And they work and in a like, deli. I'm trying to eat this hoagie, Grandpa. For you Frasier fans, they work in a deli owned by the guy that, the man that Daphne almost married, but then left at the altar for Niles. Uh, that's how I know him most famously. And uh, Santa kills everybody in this. I mean, like... Yeah. It is constant. He heads to the strip club. I love the strip club scene. The strip club scene. I mean, one boobs two murder. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two reasons to like the strip club scene. Did you Uh, notice he, he he sanitizes the stripper pole before he rips it up and uses it as a weapon before he (laughs) uses it as a weapon. He cleans it off. Yeah. Gets it all sanitary. Cause of course it's gross. Uh, and Some great, great boobs in this scene, too. Blue ribbon. Blue ribbon boobs. Wonderful boobs. Blue ribbon boobs. I think that's what they were going to call this, and then they thought it didn't make sense. They went with Santa Slay. Um, Did you know that uh, looking at boobs is supposed to make men live longer? I did not know that. I mean, I keep telling my wife that. but I read a study. It's supposed to actually improve and increase uh, our, our, uh, our lifespan. I think that's and- fair. I mean, I feel. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it does good things for me. So, if she doesn't show you her boobs, or really anyone doesn't show you their boobs, just remind them they're sentencing you to death. Basically, they want me to die. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> you're such. Sometimes you just yeah. come up. With Not the, showing the best a man facts. your boobs is attempted murder. <laughs> well, so think about that, ladies. Well, these girls cannot be in any way uh, accused of that because they go. They go hard with the uh, topless scenes. It is a it is a strip club. You get the impression that Santa is trying to punish the wicked, you know, because he does go to that horrible house in the opening scene where everybody's just the worst, and he kills them all like they deserve it, right? Then he goes to a strip club, and it's like, oh, well, they're naughty, so they're going to get killed. But he doesn't really care. He's just killing everybody. It, it doesn't matter whether you're naughty or not. Yeah, he sets all the strippers on fire. I thought they were going to get to live, but then, mm-hmm. nope. No, and uh, the best death. I'm going to go Crunchiest Kill right now. Ah! Crunchiest Kill. So my Crunchiest Kill is in the strip club scene. 
Uh, he's killed a lot of guys already. He's already killed a, a, a ton of people, people that were at the strip club, whatever. He's you know hit them with this pole or whatever. And this guy tries to fight him, doesn't do well, ends up on the ground. And so he walks over to him. You think he's going to kill him with this like pole, you know, the stripper's mm-hmm. pole or whatever. But instead, he kicks the pole into a light. So the pole is like in this guy's crotch. Like it's right up there. It's not hurting him. And then he just kicks the pole into this light. So then the electricity surges down the pole and then turns this guy into like a toasty corpse. Yeah. Good, good practical effects on that one too. I mean, they did some CGI, but then yeah. once the corpse is there, he's, he's nasty. He yeah. That was a, that was a solid crunchiest kill for me. I mean, that, that, oh, was an easy that might guess. be my crunchiest kill too. So I'm going to have to come up with another one. Yeah, that's that's I mean, you've got a lot 41 to choose from. So, <laughs> I mean, you have the grandpa eventually being uh, oh, run yeah. down by the sleigh and then having his head stomped. Yes, he stomps him to death. That's how he actually you, kills him. I assume the sleigh just probably, you know, incapacitated him. The uh, deli owner gets the menorah through the chest. Ah, oh, is it through the chest? I thought it was through the neck. Well, yeah, yeah, it is his neck. I don't know, but yeah, he gets it, and uh, he He's lives... pinned to the wall via, yeah. via or via, depending on, you know, who you are. Sure, uh, sure. Through the neck. I mean, there's so many deaths. What are, are you so... a via guy or a via guy? I'm a via. How'd you come to be a via man? Um, is that how they do it? Is that is that how they say it in Britain? Via? Oh, what the hell do I know? I have no idea. What the hell do I know? Via. I no idea. Via, via. But I say both. I say both. I say via. I mean, you say you via, I say you via. Something about potato. So, anyway, I mean, you get the premise. Uh, now Santa's back. The grandpa's dead. This this grandson, and then this uh, very cute Charlotte, who should have been the star of this movie, Emily DeRaven, uh, who should have been the star. Uh, they're basically trying to fix everything as Santa just progressively kills more people. Um, what do you, what do you want to add for this movie? I mean, they have a big, big ass snowmobile, uh, chase scene where Santa's on a sleigh in the sky, throwing presents, which are in fact bombs, explosives (laughs) as they try to outrun him. And uh, at some point, he hits them, and they fly through the air and go off to the side, which I'm going to guess that the stuntman actually did kind of crash and land on the side. But they yeah, just he, pop back into he them spins having a spins around, landing. yeah. He, like, totally was on his side. And also, what I loved about this scene was the presence. You would expect the bomb to have some weight. You know, something you're throwing that's a bomb. <laughs> it's very clear these are empty boxes empty. that Goldberg, yeah, yeah. Goldberg is throwing. They're just these light little nothings that are just being thrown off camera. Yeah, it, it looked like nothing. And they run into some uh, guys uh, shooting skeet while they're on their snowboat, snowmobile chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they end up in the town square where a choir is singing. <sighs> and, that, and they're like, move, you got to go, everybody run. And then uh, I guess it's our, our heroine's dad everybody starts shooting at the santa sleigh in the in the sky you've got goldberg up there ah, ho, 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 being dragged by his white bison everyone's <laughs> shooting at him and then 
bam, it explodes, and it's our heroine's father, uh, who was earlier in the film revealed to be a hunter uh, when she delivers a plate of mm, stinky uh, fly-ridden wolverine Wolverine. to the the grandpa. Wolverine meat. Uh, Yeah, And he has shot down Santa's sleigh with a bazooka and a man in a Santa suit has landed on the flagpole in the town square and it has impaled him and he slides all the way down to the ground. And it turns out, who was the evil Santa? It was that preacher? It was, he was a televangelist uh, who was also in the strip club, by the way, but got away. He's actually a seedy, uh, if you can believe it, televangelist. And since he was in... Yeah, uh, a Santa's suit. They all assume mm. that that was the Santa that was. Uh, yeah, you know, the townspeople re- think that havoc. he was the evil Santa, and uh, you know our two leads know that that he wasn't, and they wonder is he still out there. Uh, let's talk about that. You know, when they go into the town square and uh, the Christmas tree, they're all singing by the Christmas tree as the sleigh goes by. When we enter that scene, uh, I mean, you're 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 from the South. I'm sure you've burned a Christmas tree or two in your life. Like after Christmas, right? You know what a Maybe. burned, you know what a burned Christmas tree looks like. It has absolutely no needles, but all the branches are still there. That is what that was. It was wrapped in garland and it was wrapped in lights. They clearly shot this scene out of sequence. And so when they go in on the carolers, this is the first time I've noticed it. That see that, that tree is completely burned, but they wrapped it in garland and lights and it's very burned and in every scene it's very burned and then santa's sleigh flies by and it kicks into it and it catches on fire in that scene it's a full ass tree so i assume they really burned a tree for this shot because it's not cg i mean it looks it's a it's definitely see i thought i remembered seeing cg flames on the uh it, tree. it didn't look like CG flames to me. The Santa sleigh, of course, was CG. The Santa sleigh hitting it was CG. Right. But right. the flames looked real to me. And then so in all those scenes, like approaching it, it is a burned ass tree. Hmm. So it's it did like, look really sad. Yeah. It looked super sad. They and, But they wrapped garland in it. So you were uh-huh. fooled. But then in the scenes where right before it catches on fire, it is a full ass tree. And it catches on fire. And then there are a couple of scenes that uh, proceed that, like like when he's actually past it. That I yeah. mean, like there are some scenes where it's full and there's some scenes where it's burned, but it's clearly that they, at some point, they're like, damn it, we should have shot s- the not burning scene <laughs> first. I saw that tree when we're going for a big finale in the town square. And I was like, really? Is that, that's the tree that mm-hmm. they, that they stand yeah. around? Maybe Didn't maybe have a bit of green the on it. They could do it. It was just sticks with garland on it. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. So what was your crunchiest kill for this? Okay. Okay. You gave it to the guy. See that, that would probably be my crunchiest kill. It's um, a good one. But you know, we don't want to just give one crunchy kill. So I've got to think of another crunchiest kill. Uh, I really enjoyed James Caan getting stabbed mm-hmm. through the hands yeah. with knives and then having a turkey leg shoved down his throat. It's a and good way to go. Grabbing and banging his head on the table just to stick it a little further back. Yeah, that was a good death. That was a good death. Also, That's... I, I like the, the menorah through the, that was the a good one deli too. owner's neck, too. God, was... That's a toss-up. I'm going to go with James Caan because it was okay. nice to see him, and that kind of set up the uh, the tone of the movie for me, what kind of movie I was in for. James Caan, he's a grump in every Christmas movie, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. He was an elf. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but hey, folks, is the movie over? Oh, oh, it's not over no, yet. No, it's not. After our big finale, we jump to an airport where Goldberg, no longer in his Santa apparel, now dressed as a biker. A, a biker. He's got a vest on. He looks more like Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's buying a ticket. Where was he going? Borneo or somewhere near the North Pole? He was going uh, somewhere, but it, the the end destination was the North Pole. Yeah, so he's going back to the North Pole. He's grumpy. He still has his big sack of gifts, which he lays down. Uh, the lady behind the counter is too intimidated to push him anymore about whether he uh, anyone else had access to his bag. And she's like, okay. And then he goes, sits down between a couple of elderly ladies and uh, grunts and strokes his beard. Yep. The end. And so we that we're set up for a sequel. Why have we not gotten it? I do not know. We need the sequel. Yeah, bro. You know yeah, bro, Goldberg's in, right? I mean, what's he doing? Like, he's ready. He's ready to reprise this role, surely. <laughs> he has time. He's got time on his hands. And if he doesn't, I think he would make it. We don't need the same characters. We just need Goldberg back. That's all we need. And very sadly, we cannot have Robert Colt back. He passed away since this movie was filmed. The grandpa. Uh, he died in 2010, which I found shocking. I thought I'd seen him more recently, but apparently I had not. Robert Culp was fucking in things. He was great. Um, so, Do we want to rate this movie and do some horror news, or do we want to do some horror news and rate this movie? Let's rate this movie and do some horror news. I like it. Let's do it. So uh, I, I picked our last uh, meter for uh, for ranking. What do you want to? What do you want to go with on this one? Oh my god! How many bloody menorahs would you give Santa Slay? How many bloody menorahs would I give Santa Slay? So I'm going to give it these uh, bloody menorahs based on the fact that we are talking Christmas horror, and this is a Christmas horror movie. I'm going to give it a nine. Whoa, buddy. That's I love classic this movie. territory. Dude, I love this movie. This is a movie, like I said, we're watching it every year at my house. The years that we don't watch Santa Slay, the holidays go by, and it's like, oh, shit, we didn't watch Santa Slay. It's like, it's like not watching Die Hard before Christmas. It's ridiculous. So, it's about that time. It's I, almost time to watch Die Hard. Have you done it? I have not watched Die Hard yet. I'm saving Die Hard and uh, Christmas Vacation for Christmas Eve. Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what about you? How many bloody menorahs, bro? Who? Let's see here. I'm going to give this a solid 5 out of 10. You're bloody menorahs. a 5? Yeah. You're, you're the uh, worst. You gave the last I one 4. It. You gave this a 5. I enjoyed it. It's a it's a bloody good time. You can't it's funny. say it's I enjoyed something and I gave it an F. I mean, five out of ten, it's halfway there. That's an F. It's fifty percent. It's an F. I, I, you know, the score stands. It's it gets five out of ten bloody menorahs. Boo. Uh, I'm. Gonna... But you're doing it within the uh, the smaller area of yes i am holiday horror Horror movies movies overall scary maybe i'd give it a six so i'm with you our friday the 13th our trick-or-treats our cabins in the woods uh you Mm. know all these movies okay Uh, i think that puts it in perspective though i'm glad you said that because yeah but i would definitely recommend watching it if you like horror comedies uh it's a it's a fun watch there's it's just fun they just had fun killing people they did a great job 
So what kind of horror news you got for me? Because I got none. I'm very, yeah, I'm very disappointed in the horror news in the last week. I'm very disappointed in you for not tracking down any horror news. That, I just, I mean, there, there's stuff out there. I mean, there's stuff about yeah. video games, and there's a Leave lot. Leave it to me to pick up the slack. Well, I mean, I think you should pick up the slack because I'm sick of carrying it. I mean, I am excited about the the 4K run coming out of uh, American Werewolf in London, but just oh. just the, the horror news in general for this week, I, I wasn't impressed. It's Christmas. All right. Scary stories. Here's what I've got. Evil Dead, the game. It's going to have multiple versions of Ash. Here's the exciting news. All voiced by Bruce Campbell. Hey. That's coming out in February. A man could do anything. And then here's big news. Nightmare on Elm Street joins National Film Registry. So Freddy Krueger and his iconic glove have made it all the way to the Library of Congress. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. It was selected as one of 25 films to enter the registry. That's awesome. So it's up there with the classics now. Never would have been. all these old ones like Nosferatu and old-ass movies. Wouldn't have heard that in the 80s. I mean, that's when the president was literally railing against these things, so. These movies. Was this this when the whole video nasties thing was going on? Mm, I think that, I mean, like late 80s, I think, yeah. Early 90s at least, but that's when things start getting that explicit you know, like the music's getting that explicit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Stupid. Oh, that uh, was like a badge of honor. Yeah, I know. That just that became a album. selling point, you know? Hell I mean, yeah, hell yeah. Quintessential poor thinking. All right, so we both recommend it, Micah, less so than I, but uh, whatever the case, I say run out. If you haven't, there's still time before Christmas. Go watch Santa's sleigh. It is yeah, it's uh, on Peacock. It's on Peacock, I think. Watch it for free, and if you watch one commercial break before the movie starts, you watch the whole damn thing commercial free, so that's pretty cool. All right, Micah, so you know where we've made it. We've made it to the last round of Final Girl. We're going to know who the Final Girl of this Christmas episode is. Hang on to your seats, kids. It's about to get real. Okay. Can I get a grum roll? <laughs> and we'll spin the wheel. <laughs> All right, let's see who's up next. We already lost Vicky Thorne. We did. Rest in sad. peace, Vicky. That was sad. Stella Virgin. Uh, mm, not anymore. Not anymore, and that is your fault. Sarah Minks. <sighs> With a name like Minx, I left. expected it, but whatever. Yeah. All right, who's up first? Tell me. It is Raven Kincaid. Hey, hey! Raven, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. There's a full moon this Christmas, which fills you with fright. So when your friends invite you to the woods for an all-night rager, you decide to stay in bed like a baby in a manger. You You survive. Survive. And and quite angelically. Which means that Serena Maxwell. Oh, Serena. Poor thing. Poor thing. Hate to see you go here at the holidays. Serena. Uh, last Christmas, you gave him your heart. But the very next day, he gave it away. This year, to save you from tears, you'll give it to someone special. But your ex is a psycho 
who doesn't give a damn. When he heard you left him for another man, he picked up a cinder block and smashed your face with a wham. <laughs> oh, nice. Well done with the wham. You see, oh. you see kids at home, the guy who sang Last Christmas was in a band called Wham once. So, it's pretty amazing. That is amazing. Well, Serena, you are dead. You that are is a dead. Damn we have out. our final girl. Raven, Ray Kincaid, you are this week's final girl. How do you claim your prize? Well, we'll tell you. Hop on the slasher I hardly know her Instagram. Direct message us and say, hey, I listened to the show. I'm the winner. Send me that mystery prize and we will send it out to you. A special holiday gift from your friends and lovers at Slasher. I hardly know her. Ah, Micah, we have another winner. Mm. We've got a fire burning nice and and hot in the living room. Mm. The cocoa almost boiling over on the sink because that's where you cook cook cocos on the sink apparently (laughs) you were doing so well too i was really i was following you i was into this i was like wow he's setting up a holiday scene it sounds warm and cozy and then i don't know he's doing something with cocoa at the sink it's really sad it's a really sad christmas scene where the, the fire's in the living room, but actually something's just on fire. We can, oh. you know, we don't have a microwave or a stove, so it's just hot water, cocoa. Uh, no, yeah, no. So the- I like the other scene better. <laughs> put us in a mansion. All no, right. put us in a cabin, a log cabin. The old Yule log. Mm. Burning nicely down to a its beautiful, it's just, beautiful Christmas. It's crackling tree. so beautifully. Straight the out whole, of good house. The whole room smells like a campfire. It's, the lights on the tree twinkle against the windows. That hot cocoa. You're wearing cocoa. that sweater vest I love. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am, Micah. <laughs> the hot co- cocoa is just ready to serve the marshmallows, melted to just that perfect <sighs> consistency. And oh, you and I baby. have to say goodbye. As we neck by the fire. <laughs> well, then why, are, why do we say goodbye? Are we just canoodling with the staff here maybe she's a stay from the bottom of our pea picking hearts can we say pea picking i don't i don't know if that's like a racist southern thing i don't know how that works from the bottom of our i don't even know where peas grow wonderful hearts where's the pea capital who's the top pea producer i don't know i don't know i'll tell you what as soon as we stop recording it's gonna be me (laughs) (laughs) we we did it though we survived Thanks for the recommendations. Oh, wait, Mm -hmm. we forgot something. What did we forget? I got to lay a movie on you, buddy. Hmm? Almost got by. Yeah. What what sort of awfulness will I force you to watch this time? For the folks at home uh, who don't know, Alex has no idea. That's how it works. From week to week, one of us picks the movie. The other doesn't know what it's going to be. So, Alex, you're going to be watching... Mm-hmm. The Terrifier. The Terrifier? The Terrifier. Uh, what crap is this? I'm Googling. Are you familiar with this? Okay. No. This is one I think we, as host of a slasher show, probably should have seen already, but somehow I've missed it. 2016? 
I know it's nasty as fuck, oh. but it's a slasher and it's supposed to be a pretty nasty one. I know the cover of this movie. I've seen this uh I've seen this on the sites. Yeah. Uh, They're working on a sequel. It's supposed to be even nastier than the first, which is this, you pretty know, damn nasty. This might even be on my list of Netflix, I'm not sure. Not right. positive where it's available, but I've seen it, so I'm excited. All right, the terrifier. I think we're in for a pretty brutal movie. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. That'll be a nice treat after the calm, you know, soothing kills of Santa Slay. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad we got to do this. Listeners, thank you for joining on this, joining us on this long and, and dangerous podcast. Uh, to those of you who died, rest in peace. Uh, to our survivors, we're glad you made it. And to Alex, my co-host. Yes. I love you. I love you, Micah. And I love all of our listeners. Happy holidays to all of you. Merry Christmas. And I hope everyone is listening to this. Yeah, everybody's listening to this on a trip to go see some loved ones somewhere. That is where I will listen to this podcast, on a trip to see some loved ones. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And apparently next week, or next episode, we'll be listening to The Terrifier. I'm excited about it. All right, Micah, I love you. Enjoy your holidays. Hopefully I'll see you somewhere on that trip. God, I hope so. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody. What are you drinking? I am drinking uh, Diet Right and Bourbon. Diet... <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.